welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truth. It is your co-host, Jenny Scott, here with my co-host, Dan the Man Duran. How you doing, Dan? Jenny, I am ready to be inspired. I know, me too. Always, always ready to be inspired. We have a phenomenal guest with us. Anybody who follows ISSA on social media, you may have seen this lovely lady before. She actually won our Train with Kai Green promotion. So she got a chance to train with Kai Green himself a couple months back. So we're going to hear more about that experience. But we have with us a phenomenal personal trainer, an amazing person, and a very inspirational person. Um, We want you guys to get to know her. We have Miss Kimberly Howes. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for that introduction. That was so beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely. We are honored to have you on here with us. Um, You are somebody out there who's living the dream that a lot of people listening are, you know, aspiring to get to that place where you are. So can't wait for you to share with them how you got there and what you've done. Um, So thank you so much for joining us. But can you share a little bit about where your passion for fitness came from? Absolutely. And I think that a lot of it has to do with not necessarily the things that I've done, but the things that have actually happened to me. Um, You know, my passion for fitness has always been there because it's been embedded in me from my mother. She was um, she was an L.A. County sheriff and, you know, they go through an extensive training and um, she just became really, really into um, jogging and, you know, then she started really going to the gym. Um, and I would sit and watch her go for jogs. She would bring me to the park. I would watch her. And that was something that she was committed to, to do every single weekend with a girlfriend or, or even by herself. Um, and then once, you know, the gym started being a thing, you know, back in the eighties and the nineties, it wasn't as much of a thing as it is now, but once the gym started being a thing, she was in the gym regularly And sure enough, by the time I was 15 or 16, I was just there following her footsteps, um, taking classes with her, and then just really bonding, spending time with my mom. And what better way to spend time with, um, you know, your family than through healthy activities like exercising. And so it just became a part of like our regular routine, our regular lifestyle. We would go do a Zumba class and then right after go have margaritas and tacos. It was just (laughs) a part of what we did. So, um, I loved working out um, <clears throat> because my mom introduced me to it and um, we just we just had a blast doing it. So that was kind of how, you know, the the love for for working out started. Absolutely. What made you become a trainer? <laughs> um, well, um, I started by, like I said, working out with my mom and Um, the results that I started to get from working out were being noticed by friends and family. Wow, you look so good. What do you do? And, you know, and I just, I didn't really think twice about it because like I said, it was just part of our lifestyle. Um, But then I realized that what I was doing was creating results that a lot of other people sought after. And so um, I just, it's just within me, my passion, a lot of what I do within the lupus world, the lupus community, because I do have lupus as well. 
um, is to help people and to share about becoming healthier, healthy options, whether it be through um, nutrition and exercise or just meditation and prayer. Um, I love to share what works well for me and, and it's, it has become my passion. And so with that, um, I was just training people without even really realizing that I was training people. I was just showing people what I was learning, what worked for me, how I started and the things that I really enjoyed doing. They were doing it. They were seeing results. And so um, for years, I was just, you know, helping friends. It was just more so like meet me at the gym. Let's work out together type of thing. Um, but then, of course, once I got more into the lupus world, having health issues um, and going through a lot of what I went through within, you know, within that space, um, being really sick, losing all of my bodily functions and having to start over from from the bottom up and seeing that change of not really being able to do anything to actually being where I am today and being able to lift this heavier or do as much as I'm able to do now. And then really growing an even deeper passion and realizing that, wow, if I was here at this point in my life, I'm sure that there's so many people out there that I can help, you know, go from where they are to, to you know, to where they want to be. So it, it was just, um, like I said, a, um, a, a events of thing, a, a, a events that happened to me that made me grow a passion for that lifestyle and then want to, um, you know, become a personal trainer. Nice, like a series of fortunate events, yeah. Yeah, and I knew <laughs> I'd be inspired. Uh, and, and, uh, hats off to your mother uh, for her service. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Kimberly, for the listener, by the way, I thought of something. Kimberly's house, get it? Kimberly's, <laughs> uh, or Kimberly's in the house, right? Anyway. All right, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You know all right. I, I told you. I, I told you I've been sick all week. That was my attempted humor. <laughs> but that—that's so funny, Dan, because my middle name is Nicole In, so people always say Kimberly oh. In the house. I nice. It's fake. Right. <laughs> it's corny. I knew I was but onto it's something. So true and funny. <laughs> I knew I was onto something. Okay. All that's right. Awesome. So that's just the meds talking here. All right. <laughs> Kim, for, for the listeners, can you share a little bit more about what lupus is, uh, you know, when you began to experience it, uh, how you experienced it, and yeah. how you overcame it? I think this is going to be really, really good stuff for our listeners to yeah, learn about. absolutely. And I'm so happy you asked because as, um, as terrible and cruel of a disease that lupus is, a lot of people actually don't know what it is. Um and it does primarily affect women. Um, it does primarily affect African-American, Latina, and Asian women. Um, but it is a very, very devastating disease um, because it can attack any part of your body, literally from the tips of your hair to the tips of your toes and everything in between. And so um, what the, the textbook uh, definition of lupus is, it's an autoimmune condition where your immune system, instead of attacking foreign invaders or bacteria, it, it attacks your healthy tissues in your body. So things like swelling in your joints um, are all, uh, you know, your immune system attacking your healthy tissues in your body. A lot of people get heart failure, um, kidney failure, seizures, um, 
liver issues, um, anything in your whole entire, I'm literally talking about from your eyes, brain, fingernails, um, heart. Um, for me specifically, um, lupus affected my heart and my, my heart and my lungs. So um, I had a lot of issues with pericarditis and pleurisy. Um, and that that's just having hard time breathing. Um, but think about the best way to describe it, an analogy would be, um, <clears throat> say you're a, a famous artist, a singer, you're on stage and you have your bodyguards there to you know watch over you as you're performing. And while you're performing, doing your thing, your bodyguards just start attacking you. That's exactly what lupus is pretty much like. You're just living your life and your immune system just begins to attack your, your healthy uh, tissues in your body. So um, that is what lupus is. It does cause, I mean, I've been in the lupus community for over 12 years now. So I've seen people die from complications from lupus mm -hmm. often. Um, so it's definitely a de devastating disease. Um, and it, it, it affected me to the point where it's brought me to my deathbed on more than one occasion. Um, and it, uh, it definitely needs more awareness, Dan. So I thank you for asking um, what lupus is because unfortunately a lot of people don't know and it's not contagious. Um, people ask, is it like cancer? Um, I don't want to like discount or say that cancer isn't a terrible disease because it is, but I think it's worse than cancer because it literally affects every part of your body. And, and a lot of people with lupus even have to go through chemotherapy, they lose their hair and stuff like that. So it, it is a pretty, pretty um, difficult disease to deal with. Yeah, I think the hardest part about what you just said is the fact that you have no idea how it's going to affect your body and it can exactly. change tomorrow, you know? So that's, exactly. that's, that's scary it, to live with. And it's also labeled as an invisible illness. So you look at mm -hmm. someone that looks, you know, like this or, you know, that looks just fine and you think that nothing's wrong with them. And little do you know that they're suffering on the inside. They're having pains that, you know, are indescribable. Um, I still have use a, a handicap placard. When you have lupus, you have sensitivity to the sun. So being in the sun for long periods of time can exasperate a, a lupus flare. Um, so you have to be careful. And, and people don't realize that you never know the person that you're looking at that, you know, they look just like you or like Dan or just like a healthy person and, and they're going through a lot. And, and sometimes the days or the weeks that it takes for them just to get out for that one day and have a good time, um, it could be a lot. It could be a lot. Wow. That's a, that's, that's a lot to think about. And like, as you're saying this, Kimberly, I'm thinking of like you as a personal trainer, especially if you're working with somebody else with this condition or you yourself might be having a flare up and you have to go train people and they have no idea. Like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. I'm in a lot of pain right now. Um, or the person that you're looking at, like we come across people all the time who are dealing with things or even like things like fibromyalgia and invisible disease yes. where they just have pain and you're, yeah. you're like, oh, you're fine. Right. How many yes. trainers out there listening to this have been like, yes. oh, you're fine. Stop whining. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Asking questions. Yeah. And that's why I like, I mean, <laughs> I don't like to say that I like having gone through that, but I do like and respect my journey because it's yeah. taught me so much. I train a lot of people that have, um, you know, lupus or fibromyalgia um, or just chronic illness, um, period. 
And um, it's, it's, it's a blessing to be able to recognize um, when someone is really, truly unable to keep going um, yeah. and, and to understand that. And a lot of the people that I train, they really appreciate and respect me for being able to understand that when they call me up in the morning and they say, you know what, today's one of those days I, I just can't today. And I completely understand where they're coming from and why. Um, because sometimes it just happens like that. You know, you go out for a weekend, your mom had a birthday party, you guys go out and have dinner, you have fun. And the next couple of days you pay for it and you're in bed and you can't even get up. So um, that's one thing I am very happy that I've, I've gone through the experience because I can relate to people. Um, and, and what I do help them with is letting them know like, hey, today's just one bad day, but mm -hmm. tomorrow's going to be a new day. And one thing that I also appreciate in my training with, with ISSA, I always say ISSA, in my training with ISSA is that um, I learned how to do corrective exercises, things that allow us to start from step, the very, very, you know, less progressive step um, and, and work our way up over time. And, and sometimes we may have to start over and go back up, but I just try to remind them as, you know, as long as we keep putting one foot in front of the other, that's all that matters. Just don't give up, you know? And so a lot of them feel, um, they feel like they have someone that they can relate and connect to and that understands what they're going through truly. Um, and I feel super blessed to have both of those experience through the training with ISSA and having dealt with this chronic condition myself. It's, it's been a blessing for, and not even just for the chronic illness community, but for people in general, you know, I mean, we, yeah. we all have bad days. So mm -hmm. it, it's definitely been helpful for me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So for the listeners out there, especially those of you guys who are certified and working with clients or plan to, what she's saying is paramount. You guys have to listen to the client because, yeah, sometimes they might be a little whiny, right? But you also have to recognize that they may be feeling something that obviously you can't feel. Um, I have a girlfriend who I train with every weekend and she uh, she has a gluten intolerance and it's severe for her. So sometimes, yeah, she'll go off the rails and like go out with her mom and have gluten, but then she pays for it. Like you said, she's messed up for like three or four days to the point where she like physically can't do anything. And, you know, the average person would look at my friend Christy and be like, oh, you're fine, girl, you look great. But it's not about how you look. It's about how you feel, right? And then we've all woken up days where, have you ever woken up and like had swelling in your hands where it like yes. hurts? Like, I'm like, my cells literally hurt. And like, it's weird, but you, and you don't know what that is. But if somebody's dealing with something like that, encourage them to go see a physician or a doctor if they haven't done so before, right? Um, let's check it out and make sure you're really okay. Um, it's, it's all about empathy and empathetic listening um, and being empathetic to people's situation. Absolutely. And that's a huge part of relationship building. Yeah. 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 And then, and then you just never know a lot of times when you ignore that those, those feelings or those pains or whatever that they're having, it kind of pushes them away from you. And they might just not even want to deal with you altogether because they're just like, you know what, they're not going to get it. I get so many times within the chronic illness community, people say that they just rather say, you know what, I'm fine. Instead of really expressing yeah. what's going on, because people don't fully understand, especially when you look like nothing's wrong with you, you know, it's hard to see yep. inflammation, you mm -hmm. know, it's hard to see your kidneys being attacked. It's hard to see, you know, those types of things from the outside. It's hard to see extreme fatigue. 
So um, that's what makes it really complicated with living with a disease like that. Yeah, absolutely. That reminds me this morning, I was working with my basketball team from the college team that I work with and uh, somebody was rubbing their shoulder and then I walked over and I was like, Hey, what's going on? And they were like, nothing. I'm fine. Right. Just trying to play it off. And I literally stopped them. Like, stop what you're doing. Talk to me. Tell me yeah. what you're feeling. Let's if we, something we can address, let's address it. You know? So this doesn't just have to do with disease. It's like injuries, right? Chronic injuries that people deal with an acute injury, whatever it may be. We yeah. have to listen. We have to ask yeah. the right questions. We have to listen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say has been the most rewarding part of your journey? Um, you said what, what has been the most rewarding part? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I think to see a lot of, well, there's quite a, there's quite a few rewarding parts. Um, training with Kai Green was super fun. (laughs) He's a great guy. Um, but, but to tell you my most rewarding, the times that have like literally brought me to tears is seeing my clients go through all that they go through. And I mean, from waking up week after week or moment after moment, time after time, and they're calling me like, gosh, you know, I can't do it this week. I have to go to the hospital because of this. I can't do it this week because this happened to me. I fell and this happened to me. That Like if you could hear the things that these people are going through, but they keep trying They Mm -hmm. keep coming back for their workouts. They keep trying. They can't do this today because this hurts. So we're just going to focus on lower body today. They can't do lower body today because their knees bothering. So we're just going to stretch today. You know what? I I really feel tired, but I still showed up and I'm still going to try to just be here and, and work and put one foot in front of the other, no matter what it is that I'm doing. Like I've literally sat on virtual calls or in the, you know, in the gym with someone and I'm just looking at them like, wow, you know, you're a true warrior. Despite all that you've been through, you keep coming back. And that says a lot for them. That says a lot, you know, for, for you or for us as a trainer. And, and just to, to see that these people, how bad that they want it. Um, and then to turn around and, and for them to have results. You know, I have one of my, one of my clients, she had a kidney replacement and she lost all of her weight. I mean, she was just thin as, as ever. And she had a, a rough time with gaining her appetite back and everything. And through a lot of the training that I learned with ISSA on how to eat, on how to incorporate uh, certain foods and um, the importance of the of macros and the types and how much and things like that. And showing that to her and sharing that with her and implementing that on a daily basis with her and teaching her exercises. She grew almost four inches in her, in her hips. And that was just like huge for her. It was huge for me. And, you know, and seeing changes like that and seeing how happy they're seeing her posting pictures on her social media of, you know, her posing and she's (laughs) so proud of, of how, you know, far she's come along and just, just stuff like that is what it just, it's, it's worth more than anything. It's like a reward in itself. And it just totally warms my heart when I see these people um, seeing the results and I see them trying and pushing forward despite all of these obstacles that they've gone through. And it, um, that, that is probably the most rewarding part of, of everything. Oh, that's so cool. You, I'm going to call you a squirrel from now on. If you don't know what altruism is, look it up. 
altruism. Okay. <laughs> you are truly altruistic. Squirrels will go are the only animals that do it. Humans don't do it naturally, but you are a squirrel. They go out and they'll help another squirrel find their acorns, bury their acorns, like gather acorns with no, expect, no expectation of return. They do it because they truly want to help. Um, whether they get something back or not, they do not care. Um, and there's yeah. not a lot of people like that. I think I have one or two friends that are truly squirrels and you are, Kimberly, you are a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I believe that. I, I Thank you. That's awesome. Well, squirrel tattoo. I see it. I, see it, I right? know. I mean, yeah. I mean, that'll be a great conversation starter. Oh, I could add that oh, to my no. arm. I've got a bunch of animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, guys. It's time for another ISSA rapid review. Derek Williams had this to say about our certified personal trainer course. I feel like I learned a lot and I'm on a journey to improve myself as well. This was great as it helped me learn more about myself and techniques that I wouldn't have learned elsewhere. It was a big help with me changing my own habits and learning how to help others achieve their dreams. Go get them, Derek. Question for you, uh, Kim. We, we mentioned a couple of times and you mentioned training with Kai. Oh, so man. tell us about that. Um, tell, what was first that of all, Kai, he's just a great guy. If you've ever had the opportunity to meet him or maybe see him on, on a show or something like that, or on his Instagram, but he's just a really cool down to earth, nice guy. Um, the moment that I met him, we walked into the gym, the red con gym. And as soon as I walked in, he was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so honored to meet you. And I'm looking like, talking to me? Like, he's honored to meet me? Like, what the heck? I'm honored to meet you, dude. Like, what are you talking about? He was just super cool and welcoming. He's like, if you need a moment to, he was like, I know this is a lot. You know, you flew in from out of town. If you need a moment to catch up, catch your breath, sit and chill. He was like, don't worry about it. Just take your time. There was no, um like expectation, let's do it, let's go hurry up and get this out of the way. He yeah. was just super welcoming, um, seems like a, a real genuine, caring type of person. Um, I felt like when I started talking to him, I felt like we knew each other from before. And it also helped that one of my training buddies from back in the day, um, we used to call him Big Mike, he, he idolizes Kai Green and <laughs> Um, he actually looks like him. Oh, so wow. I kind of felt like it was like meeting my old friend and hanging out with him. But his energy is so pure and so kind mm -hmm. and so welcoming. And he's really an intelligent guy. I mean, he knows a lot. He knows his stuff. And, um, you know, the 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 different obstacles that I brought to him that I was, well, am I doing this right? Well, what does this sound like to you? He had such perfect answers and different perspectives that, that gave me the opportunity to really sit back and think like, okay, that makes sense. And, and let me change my thought process on this or that. So um, it was such a cool opportunity and, and not just to meet him, but just that, that ISSA gave me this chance, flew me out there, let me train in this gym, meet these people. Um, even the people that I got to meet um that that I was out there with Kurt and his wife and mm -hmm. and just that opportunity um it it was just great but the camera guys the the people at the, at the podcast like everyone was just wonderful it was a it was a fun fun opportunity but I learned a lot from Kai I definitely learned so much and it was just two days to learn that much in just two days it was just like 
whoa, imagine if I was there for a whole week or something. Right. <laughs> I know. Like it looked like I kept seeing the videos. It looked like you guys were training a lot. How long did you guys, like, how many hours total did you guys train while you were out there? So <laughs> the first day, um, because we had just gotten in that night. So the next morning we went to train with, with Kai and it was an early morning. Um, keep in mind, early morning, 8 a.m. out there in Florida is 5 a.m. out here in California. So yep. <laughs> um, it was hard to adjust. I will admit that the jet lag um, had a little bit of a hotel issue. Um, not a big deal. But the thing is, is that waking up that early, my body just wasn't fully ready. But I was so excited. Yeah. I think my nerves and everything. I would say we trained for maybe an hour or two. I wanted to do more. We were supposed to do more. But physically, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. And, and I felt so bad. I felt terrible. But I had to be true to myself and say, you know yeah. what, Kim, you don't need to pass out out there. Like, don't forget your, you know, identify your limitations, you know, and respect them. And, and just, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to show him like, I'm good, I could do this. You know, I'm really, really a good trainer. I'm really, really a good, um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do my best. But my body was just like, girl, you remember what time it is? It's like five o'clock in the morning. You still be asleep. You yeah. know, by the time you wake up, you're still drinking your coffee, going to the restroom a couple times, still relaxing, yeah. doing your prayer, meditation. You ain't did none of that. How are you supposed to be in the gym <laughs> training with Kai Green at eight o'clock, five o'clock in the morning? Like you tripping. So my body had, you know, something else in mind, but um, we did go for for maybe an hour, hour and a half. It was a really intense workout. And that's because Kai really focuses on um, the, the muscle, like yeah. focusing on the muscle that you're working on. And that was a different and more intense type of training for me because he really, really makes you connect and think about that muscle that you're working on. And you could have five pounds on the machine or in, in the weights. And it's just like, wow, when you have that mind muscle connection, it's a mm -hmm. completely different kind of workout. So Absolutely. I respected that. And that's something that I learned from him. And it was intense. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's one. Of, I'm a bodybuilder. And that's one of my favorite things about bodybuilding training. Of course, I cross train and do a little bit more dynamic stuff. But yeah, you like sometimes I'm, you know, leg pressing with two plates on each side where I, my max is like six or seven plates. And people are like, why is why are you not using enough weight? First of all, don't tell me what is enough weight. Second of all, right. like I'm working on something different. I'm not trying to get bigger. If you've seen me before, Dan's never seen me in person. But if you've seen me before, I'm not a small girl. I'm surprised <laughs> you weren't there. I, I would love to see like a, a, I know. Know, a, a, a Jenny and Kai side by side. You know, double, bicep. double bicep or something. <laughs> I, about five years ago, I, I ran into Phil Heath at the barber and, and yeah. I took a picture with Phil Heath and did one of these things. And I got to tell you, it was uh, very humbling. <laughs> it was <laughs> very humbling. <laughs> and you realize how short a lot of these people are too. Oh my gosh. You would have made up for it in width. Let me tell you. <laughs> Well, so uh, Kim, can you can you let our listeners know uh, how they can learn more about you, follow you, learn more about your foundation, get better connected? Yeah, absolutely, and and thanks for asking, Dan. Um, so I have um, my last name House H O W S E is where I have my Lupus Foundation at House Foundation. 
Also, the fitness page is House Fitness and Nutrition. Um, and that's where both of either, um, if you need are looking for lupus support through House Foundation or um, fitness and nutrition support through House Fitness and Nutrition. Um, and I, I have a website as well, um, House Foundation, which links all of those, either Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We have um, the YouTube podcast that I did with Kai. We have past support group um, meetings also there on the YouTube. So any type of support that you're looking for regarding medications, regarding cannabis, regarding implementing CBD into your um, workout, into your lupus, um, if you're having pain. Um, gosh, so many things can be found on the website, but um, just a quick link to access me would be either through H-O-W-S-E, House Foundation, or House Fitness and Nutrition. Nice. Very nice. Lots of different resources. Thank you so much for joining us, Tim. Thank you guys for this opportunity. It's been really fun. It's so cool to get to actually meet you guys and um, you know see you on the screen here. I've gotten, I've had the opportunity to see um, some of your trainings, Jenny, and some of your. I, I actually have recorded some of uh, your workouts even and have implemented them with my clients. So nice. it's super cool to actually be here with you guys on this call and and it's just it's it's been a cool cool opportunity having received my certification through ISSA it's been like this is just the bomb <laughs> any awesome. trainer um looking to get certified this is just definitely the way to go it's been fun and I've learned so much in such a short period of time I, I'm sure there's so much more to learn and, and I'm excited awesome well we're glad you're with us and there, you're right there is so much more to learn so we we look forward to doing that along with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you again, Kimberly. It's been a blast. Dan, any last words for our listeners today? I'm just going to repeat what you emphasized, Jenny, and that, that, that Kim started us out with, and that is listen to your clients. Listen, yeah. truly listen. Absolutely. I agree. A hundred percent. You have to have that empathy. Um, it's not just about us, right? And in fact, it should be very little about us when we're working with other people. All of your focus, all of your communication should be about the person in front of you. Um, so absolutely. Be the squirrel. Be the squirrel. Oh, that's our new motto. Yeah. I love it. Be a squirrel. Can that be my spirit animal, squirrel. Jenny? I, you haven't assigned me a spirit animal yet. I know. We need to find you one. I'll think about it. I feel like everybody looks like something. So I know oh a couple of people that look like no, koalas. Let's not go there. <laughs> we'll find you a spirit animal, Dan. Don't worry. Maybe it's like a St. Bernard or something. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be a good one it'll be a good one i don't do lizards and stuff so it'll be a, lizard. <laughs> a snake i see it coming already never, never that we would not be friends if your spirit animal was a snake <laughs> but thank you guys for listening so much and as always i bid you adieu and i remind you to make good choices we'll be talking to you soon bye everybody